When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The most meaningful thing for people listening in the Twin Cities was the number 18 overall pick. And Garrett Bradbury, the Vikings' newest offensive lineman, newest player, joining us here on Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North. Uh, Garrett, A, how are you? And B, uh, is this your first time in Minnesota, we hear? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Um, First time in Minnesota. Um, Actually at the airport now, headed out. uh, Just kind of a day trip. And then I'll be back next week for a rookie minicamp. First thought on when, when your name was called by the Vikings last night with that 18th pick, what went through your mind? Just, I mean, so many emotions. It was an unbelievable moment. I had some friends and family with me. It was just, it was special. It was an awesome night. When did it become real for you that you could play in the NFL? Because I'm sure people told you what the odds were at some point while you were growing up, even for somebody who played at the level that you did. When did you realize, like, yeah, this this dream is something that could really happen? Yeah, I mean, just after after I started starting games and I played the 16th season at guard and the 17th season at center, so somewhere kind of between there where you get some, get some playing time under your foot and you start to get better and, and work on your technique and um, somewhere around there. So, Garrett, as this process unfolded, did you begin to look at mock drafts or try and deduct who might take you? Because it's such a, probably, for the player, a long process. How anxious did that become about where you might go, and I guess when as well last night? Yeah, I mean, I tried my best to not look at that stuff and keep an open mind. Um, Just because it's, I mean, you can look at all that stuff, but it's not going to change anything. Uh, this process was a lot of hurry up and wait, and so I just tried to take it day at a time, honestly. Um, I think that helped a lot, just kind of be where my feet are. I, I spent the last month just training in Raleigh mm-hmm. um, and just try to enjoy that and not try, not look ahead too much. Um, but absolutely fired up, so, so excited that I know where I'm going. So Now that, that it's done, too, how how odd was the process? Not so much from a workout standpoint and things like that, because that's football, but just from a standpoint of the combine and going through a process of being asked, you know, I'm sure some weird questions by teams, and, and the mental process. How odd did that become uh, as it unfolded? Yeah, I mean, you just, you, you got to be a professional about it all, and you just got to attack it. And, I mean, each step of this process is important, and you got to understand that. Um, and, I mean, football is the most important part, but you also have to be a professional with this other stuff. And so, I mean, you, like I said, you just had to take it one step at a time, one day at a time, and, and that's kind of kind of where I was mentally with it. Hey, Garrett, what makes a great center? A great center? I mean, I think I think toughness and and um, intelligence is two of the biggest things. I mean, that's really just offensive line in general. 
Um, I don't think there's any more special characteristics. I mean, I think if you're tough and you're smart, you're, you can be a pretty good offensive lineman. Yeah. So those are the two biggest things. Do, do you have any, any players, offensive line or otherwise, that you've either studied or that you admire or that have been maybe mentors to you, uh, or the qualities that you like about those, about those guys? Uh, I think in terms of like a mentor, um, the biggest one would be probably Joe Tooney, who I played with um, a few years ago. He's been with the Patriots the last three years. Just from a, he just taught me how, his biggest thing was just get stuff done, get a degree early, get a grad degree, um, just do everything, um, be consistent. Those are kind of the biggest messages he he taught me. Talking with Vikings first round pick Garrett Bradbury here on Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all new Score North. I think a lot of people just assume that that the center is sort of the leader of the offensive line because you're calling out blocking schemes. You assemble the huddle. Is vocal leadership something you pride yourself on, or or do you just sort of take whatever role uh, sort of comes comfortably to you? I mean, I just I think communication is is absolutely huge. It's vital. Um, so without that, you're not going to be very good. So that that's been a huge. Now, how did did you become a a Yankees fan? And you do realize that the one team the Twins fans hate because they could never get past them is your Yankees, Garrett Bradbury. <laughs> so it was more when I was younger. I was a Yankees fan. Um, my dad would go to New York probably every other week, and he'd bring bring Yankees gear back for me. And I grew up playing shortstop, so obviously idolized Derek Jeter, and it was more of like a younger thing. And I, the few times I got to go with my dad in New York, we go to games. But um, it, it was really just I fell in love with like Derek Jeter and, and, and that organization when I was younger. But um, that's probably it. Okay, as a Yankees fan, because because <laughs> we're gonna flush this out because the Twins sweat the Yankees like for 15 years, and it's just it's been a, the Yankees curse. It's a very much talked about thing here. As a Yankees fan, do Yankees fans even know the Twins existed? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Like so, there was like when the when the Yankees and Twins were playing, it was like, oh, okay. Like, what, did you ever feel like you were in, in in danger of losing a series? You can be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of what we thought. Yeah. Garrett, there's a there's a video that's that's gone viral, especially since last night when you were drafted of. You on a jet ski and your punter drop kicking uh, a kick off the dock, and you over the shoulder, quite impressively on the jet ski, catch the football. Like I said, very impressive. Also, didn't look like something the Minnesota Vikings probably want you doing again. <laughs> Did they say anything to you about that? Yeah, no, but we probably will hold off on on jet ski catches from here on out. Uh, <laughs> but that was absolutely a, a phenomenal moment. We just. We were like, let's just make a cool video at the lake with the jet ski, and we were trying to throw frisbee and catch it. Our punter was like, why don't I just jump off the dock and kick it to you? We are like, all right, let's do it. Um, <laughs> it, was just, it was an awesome time. Is that a little bit scary, though? I mean, you're on, it, it, it sounds dicey, Garrett. No, no, that stuff's awesome. Have you ever uh, gotten a chance to display your receiving skills on the field, and is that something that you that you lobby for with your coaching staff once you get comfortable? Uh, I don't I don't. I'm just... I'm not thinking about that at all, but uh, I did used to play tight end, so oh. you can definitely catch the ball if they need me yeah. to. All right, we got to ask you one last thing here: is the is the Grim Reacher a name? Like, how did the Grim Reacher nickname come about? Is that like a media thing? Did you name yourself yeah, the Grim Reacher? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that was not me. 
I always like to ask this when, when a guy just gets drafted, because fans want to get to know the guy more than just the, the dude under the helmet and the shoulder pads. What does Garrett Bradbury do when, when he's not playing football? You a video game guy, Netflix, you go to Avengers tonight? What's going on? Uh, I'm going to go see Avengers when I can, but I don't, I don't know. I just like I like being near water. Uh, my parents live on the lake. I love going to the beach. Um, I don't know. I'm a pretty laid-back guy. Right on. Well, welcome to the Twin Cities, and I know Vikings fans were well, they were looking for an offensive lineman, and I think a lot of people were very happy when your name was called last night, and we look forward to seeing you in a Vikings uniform, Garrett. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Thank you all for having me. Thanks, all right, Garrett. That is Garrett Bradbury, the Vikings' first overall pick, or first-round pick, 18th overall last night. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.